Hello and welcome to the GCV podcast. This week we have here in front of me my wife and the children's pastor of Galving Church, Rebecca Lamprecht. Um, and this last week we had VBS and this last Sunday we had a VBS takeover. And so Becca was actually the one um, preaching for us. So today we want to um, just ask Be uh, Becca a couple of questions about... Yeah, how it has been, um, what VBS was like, and the teaching that she's done. And we want to dive a tiny bit deeper, as we usually do at this podcast, and just, yeah, see what else we can dig out of the topic that we had. How are you doing, Becca? I am doing great, considering it was like a 60-hour work week last week. <laughs> VBS takes something out of yes, you. Yes, <laughs> and VBS brain is totally a thing. If anyone's ever heard of that, it's like... Um, yeah, your brain just turns to mush and answering questions is really complicated. So we let's gave, see how today goes. We gave her a day time to prepare. Yeah. Because it's Tuesday as usually when we are recording. But um, yeah, I was also part of VBS. I thought it was a joy. It has been really, really good. For those that, of course, haven't been at VBS because they're not children, why don't you give us like a brief overview of um yeah what what vbs was like what was the theme and what were like the topics of each of the days that the children got to learn something from yeah so every day was a different day and um, it was love forgiveness worth promise and life were the five themes and then um every day was pretty much the same layout the kids come in they go into their teams, they build relationships with their team leaders and the volunteers. Um, and each who, other. Yeah, just a second to say how amazing our volunteers are. We can't do it without any of mm. them. So if you're listening to this, thank you so much. Um, but then, yeah, we have snack. We ultimately learn about Jesus. But we basically have fun and go crazy, like, we make it memorable. We create those moments that hopefully stick with them the rest of their lives. So, so the overall theme of the VBS was? Was concretes and cranes. Concrete and cranes. What, what What's like the overall thing that we learned with that? Um, to build a solid foundation in Jesus Christ. And okay. what does that look like? What does that feel like every single day and why should we put jesus mm -hmm. first why is jesus so important and we will go a time bit deeper into that main topic and then you said the five themes were love um forgiveness promise worth and life so let's start with love what did they what's the main key thing that they took away from love that they all loved that jesus created them and loved them and even it the first day took Matthew, who's who was a tax collector, and one of the kids was like, AKA a big time sinner in the video, and yeah. I loved that moment. So um, funny. <laughs> yeah. So uh, even Matthew, who was a tax collector, who um, took advantage of people and took their money, even he can be forgiven um, because Jesus loved him so much. So like we are loved no matter what we do. And then, as you already mentioned, forgiveness was the second day. Yes. So, um, I'm having a brain fart on the story, <laughs> which became my um, saying of the week, if everyone... I think that it was a story with Paul. Yes, that's right. The um, persecuting the Christians and um, seeing the light on the road to Damascus. And um, again, if even Paul can be forgiven, 
we can be forgiven too. Yeah. By the way, if you guys hear our uh, dog, Nala is here around with us. So if you hear her, uh, don't mind her. She's just listening in as well, what we're doing over here. And then we had Worth. Yes. So Worth. I mean, it's all pretty self-explanatory. Oh, Nala has found her toy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Worth, like just said, we're worth it. I think it's what the children took out of it. Yes. And the, yeah, again. Because we're worth it. Yeah, he died once for all. Like, and like to him, there is the, the ultimate price was his life. Right. So, um, like I compared on the day to, um, if he were to spend a million dollars, like that's nothing compared to Mm. how much he was willing to go. The lengths he was willing to go to die for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then we had promise day four. Yeah. So, that was Jesus promised to be with us always, um, even to the ends of the earth, it says in the scripture we used. so. And then yeah. we had, as the last day, life, which is almost like a call of action day. Yes. So it's, I'm choosing to live my life for God. And um, the story used is uh, building a solid foundation on Jesus Christ and the parable of um, the two men, one build his house on a rock and the second build his house on sand. And, um, yeah, the, ultimately the sand came crashing down, the house came crashing down on the sand. And um, when we put our faith, when we put our trust, when we put everything on Jesus and put him first, nothing else matters. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and that's essentially also has been your main topic for Sunday. Build your foundation in in Jesus Christ. And the Bible passage where this comes from is Matthew 7, verse 24 to 27. uh, 29. Oh, to 29. (laughs) I I, I took just a portion out of this. But Jesus really says in that Jesus' instruction to us was to listen to him and do what he says. Yeah. So that is, if we do that, then we're building on solid ground and not on shifting sands. So there's two conditions to this, what it looks like to build our house on solid ground. Right. Is to listen Mm -hmm. to what he's saying and to do what he says. Right. So what does it it look like? Um, So, yeah, like you just said, um, there's, you hear it and then you act on it. So um, for me, I use the Bible verse, Matthew 6.33, because that is my life verse. And everything that Jesus said, we take on board and we we um, we act on. So I'm sorry for Nala. Nala's just finding her toys, all of them right now. Yeah, all the toys right now. <laughs> so, sorry. So, like I used in my preach on Sunday, Matthew 6.33, because... Um, were to take everything Jesus said, right? Not just in part, but everything Jesus said, we take it and we act on it and seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and he will give you everything you need. So that to me was the ultimate building my life on God because it's saying, forget everything else, focus on me, trust in me, listen to me and I'm gonna give you everything you need. So when I was called, um, to go to America from God, 
um, that was all I needed. I just needed to put him first and trust that he was going to provide. And like I said on Sunday, he provided a car, he provided a house, provided financially. Um, and whenever I've needed something, not just wanted something, but needed something, he has provided in miraculous ways every single time. And that's really a really nice picture to picture the solid ground and the shifting sands again, because our life will not always go consistently, right? There will right. be this, these times where the storm is and when right. the floods come and right. So in these moments, which we always hope don't happen, we mm. always hope, oh, my life will go smoothly, I'll not have any problems, but then the financial market crashes and we don't have any money anymore. Oh, COVID hits, hello. COVID hits and we can't see our families anymore. Yeah. Uh, suddenly we can lose our jobs. We're being restricted to our houses. <laughs> and all sorts of things can happen, always happen. Mm. And there's almost nobody that had a life when nothing went wrong. Right. And, and in those moments you're really struggling because then the sand underneath your feet really shifts away. Yeah. Um, and Jesus says hearing my word and doing what I'm telling you, like what I'm saying, that is solid ground. That means even when these life difficulties come, none of them can shake these things that Jesus right. is putting into our lives. Right. Because we have Jesus. We have that stability. If everything else was stripped away, um, no money, no house, no health, no living in a first world country if all of that was stripped away and we had nothing mm -hmm. we would have god and therefore we would have everything god is all we need yeah yes so um then then let, let's go on to both of these instructions a time bit deeper and i know that since you see yourself as a prophetess like you you like god is speaking to you god is giving you pictures not just for yourself but also a lot for other people um, and that might be a time bit strange for some some of the listeners. Some of the listeners might be like, how can you hear God? How, like when Jesus said, I mean, it makes sense for the disciples. Hear what I'm saying and put them into action. Mm. But how can we listen to God? Which I guess part of it is the Bible. But then another part of it is that actual practical through the Holy Spirit, which has been our topic over the last few weeks. And we'll keep on going in the next few weeks with Pastor Dave. Mm. But so part of it is through the Bible and another part is a spiritual listening. Can you time it, like, let us explain to us how that was working for you, both of these aspects. How can we listen to God? Yeah. Um, I would say when you seek him first, when you truly want what he wants for your life over what you want for your life, then um, that's the whole aspect of seeking him first, right? Mm-hmm. And when you're actively listening, okay, God, what are you saying to me right now? Like asking that question, where do you want me to go? What do you want me to do? What do you want me to listen to? Is there someone you want me to speak to right now? It's all God-focused, God-centered questions. When you have those, I fully believe that God's not going to wait around. He wants you to be asking those questions. So if I, if I'm... Like in my prayer time, I'm now then saying, God, I want to I want to seek you first, and tell me like if there's a person that I need to share the gospel with or something, and I ask God, and I don't hear anything. Mm. Well, 
what 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 would you say to that? So everyone hears God in different ways. No one hears him the same way. And um or we hear him in similar ways. But I think just because he might not answer you in that moment doesn't mean he's either not gonna put someone on your heart like later on in the day or it might be that walk through Walmart where it's like, bam, okay, he's put someone right in front of you that even maybe even said like, oh, hey, how are you doing? They've opened that conversation and maybe that's God saying, there you go. Like, I gave you someone to share the gospel with. I gave you that person to pray for, um, you know? So when we, when we open ourselves up and say, God, give me that someone to pray for, like, he's never... He, usually in my experience doesn't respond in the way that I'm expecting him to respond so it's just having that kind of antenna open to use an old tv metaphor well I guess people use antennas right today as well but having your antennas open of like okay I prayed this God show me be open be intentional like what opportunities are you going to give me today mm-hmm. yeah and I guess it's never the, 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 the heavens split and a dove came from the heavens and we right. heard this loud voice saying, bless this person. Right. But it's usually not that. It's usually... What, what is it usually for you? Um, honestly, usually it's that still small voice of like this name being dropped into my brain that I've not thought of or I've not heard of that person in 10 years. And even sometimes it's that person who may be didn't like me so much, mm-hmm. like go, growing up in high school or whatever. Um, but it doesn't matter because I've prayed that prayer, God, who do you want me to pray for? Who do you want me to speak to? And then it's that stepping out in faith. Okay, I think this is God, so I'm going to act on it. And even if I'm wrong, it doesn't matter because at least like I did what I felt God calling me to do or telling me to do. Mm-hmm. And I would rather be wrong than a person miss out on something God might be saying to them, God might be calling them to do. Which, of course, all like you always have the Bible as the baseline. If it yeah. says something like that's different than to what the Bible would say, then it can't be true in the first place. Right. But... Then I guess you have this, but then I'm I'm a person that is there's a time at more on the skeptical like spectrum. There are some people that are time at more like oh yeah that must be God and they're sure they're confident and okay I've what I what happened is I I heard God, but I guess I'm not I'm I, I I'm not hundred percent skeptical. I'm not always like no that can't be, but like I feel like I end to more towards the skeptical side of the spectrum of mm. people that exist right so i always start second guessing myself if a name or if something is being dropped into my head it's like oh surely that was just my own imagination mm. what would like what's what's your, what are your thoughts about that i would say pray <laughs> so ask god okay i just thought of person z um god is that who you want me to pray for right now and ask him um and then also i i keep my eyes open i look for does that person keep popping up on my facebook news feed every time i go on facebook or um for example when i was praying god do you really want me to go to america have you have i heard this right it was so was it, a, was it just a wishful 
thinking. Right, or is this just me kind of hoping that's where you're sending me? I don't know. Um, but randomly, American flags popped up everywhere. And it was like, before that moment, I never even thought about looking at American flags. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, God, is this just a coincidence? Or are you purposely putting American flags in front of my face? So it's like patterns that reappear. Right. It's almost like, like you know, these old, old, oh, not so old, like it still happens, but in like submarines, when there's mm. this flash on the radar. Yeah, beep, like a beep, beep, yeah. <laughs> beep. Like it's like, it keeps popping up. Right. It keeps popping up until you actually go in that direction that God kind of, keep flagging out and actually that's another thing why we're here as a body like so often like like when we get impressions for one person we share it with that person and person's like okay and then that person might hear it then from another person or then gets it in their own study or all sorts of things suddenly there's overlap and it's like okay that's that's an that's an excessive amount of like pattern and things that are coming up like that can't just be coincidence and i've noticed so often that Usually when God is trying to tell me something, he is putting multiple things in place so that I can, mm. he's like, he's trying to make sure it's like with a, he's slapping something in front of my face, like a cake in my face. It's like, do you see it? Yeah. <laughs> do you see it? Yeah. <laughs> so. I think it's, it's holistic too. So it's not just, a f- it, it's not always a physical thing. Like mm-hmm. it's, do you smell it? Do you taste mm. it? Like, how do you feel about this thing? Which I know there are a lot of people who are like, um, like your heart is the most deceitful of all things with that Bible verse. But like, is this giving you an excited feeling of like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for me. It was, I'm so excited to get to America and start telling people which about usually bef- Jesus. Which usually beforehand you would never have wanted to go to America. Right. right. Honestly, it wasn't on my radar. Like, I really thought God was going to send me to Africa or India or China, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, where the missionaries stereotypically go. Mm -hmm. I thought, like, oh, I'll be going there. And it's like, no, America. That's something that for me is usually, it's like, when I have this gut feeling of, I should be doing this, but I really don't want to. Mm. It's nine out of ten times Jesus. Right. It's like the Holy Spirit convicting me. Right. Because everything in my flesh, all my fleshly desires, selfish, mm. wanting to just what my own benefits are, like would not flag these things up. Right. But we see in the Bible, like all of these fruits of the Holy Spirit when he is acting and we can compare what we feel like that we should be doing. Does it, is it, does it overlap with the fruit? And if it does, and like, oh, I should probably be doing this even if I don't want to. Yeah, no, 100%. That, like I said on Sunday, the hearing, hearing that voice and thinking, oh, that's not something I would usually think. So mm. I use the example on Sunday of um, helping the lady at Walmart. Um, mm-hmm. Everything in me wanted to go home and sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd had a really crazy day and just wanted to chill, you know? Like like you said, those selfish tendencies. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to go home. I just wanted to be introverted, you know? Um, but then I went and put my groceries in the car and it was like, no, God is telling me I need to go back to that woman because he's got an appointment with her and he has something that he needs to share mm. with her. Um, and what if I'd have ignored that? 
Mm. Like, let's go from it, from the other side. Okay, I go home. And... She could have missed out. She could have missed out. God could have sent someone else. But what if the only person he was sending that day was me? Mm -hmm. And you don't know, she could be going through numerous things. Mm -hmm. You know, you never know what the other person's going through. Yeah. It could be that she goes home today and... Sorry to make it really dark really quickly, but that's her last day on earth. Mm. You know, where is she going to go? Yeah. So then it's like... Our choices have an impact. Yeah. I think that's what we need to realize. So, yeah. So often we think, oh, God will just deal with it the way that he deals with it. But yeah. actually, and that's probably... But you're his way of dealing with it. Yeah. Yeah. So... Like if he tells you to. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And then again, even if I'm wrong, even if... I go to that lady and I say, hey, I just want you to know you're loved. Even if I'm wrong, that's still in the Bible. So mm-hmm. therefore, it's okay, you know? So, so let's go to that. Hearing God through the Bible, what does that look like? Mm. L- listening to what, like, because Jesus said, listen to what I'm saying and put it into action. Uh, that is building your life on a solid foundation. So what does it look like? Yeah. Every day... Being in his word, Mm. as challenging that might be. And y'all, I am not perfect. No one is perfect. We have goals of what we'd like to be, Mm -hmm. but like no one's, we're not in heaven, right? Mm -hmm. So we're not, we're not at that ultimate destination. But every day opening his word and being like, okay, Jesus, where do you want me to read right now? Mm-hmm. Even if it's like through numbers and those one, like <laughs> those really every, challenging ones. <laughs> right. Every Bible verse that is in the Bible is there for a reason. Mm. And I don't believe God would have put it there if he didn't have some kind of meaning or intention with it being yeah. there, you know? Yeah. So I even. And that, that might just mean to learn how to dig a title of it to do some research what is the significance of this bible verse or this bible passage because that's another danger is don't read a single bible verse in a alone no read a verse in the context of the chapter read the chapter in the context of the book read the book in the context of the bible right um because um because it all links together yeah and if anyone's interested in that, we do have tools on our um, on our webpage that y'all can go to, gatheringviridian.org. And Bible you, resources. Bible resources. You'll be able to find stuff there. Plus, we have access to Google, people. Like, Google it. And uh, I guess another thing is come to our Bible studies. There we do actually dive into yeah. the Word of God together. That's another thing is it's, it's good and it's important to alone dive into the words, mm. but it's so important to communally dive into the Word together. Yeah. And to see, hey, that's what God is teaching me with this Bible verse, but he's teaching you something else. Let me hear about that because that might be important for me and that's yeah. a perspective I've never seen before yeah. and might be really valid. Um, and to do this together, to keep each other accountable and to grow together. Yeah. So we're a body for a reason, like yeah. you said. And and accountability is the points because mm-hmm. there's so much things that Jesus is asking us to do, and we have it all written down in the Bible. Mm. So the second instruction was put it into action. Yeah. And this is where, and I think uh, that's actually where I really love. I l- shout out to Isaac for our men's Bible study whoop, leader. Whoop. Um, he. 
his heart really is that we don't just read the Bible, but that we do put it into action, that we keep each other accountable mm. in doing so. That's really the value of doing church as a community. It's the people together that meet together, keeping each other accountable, keeping each other pointing towards Jesus. And his focus really is, hey, let's put this into practice. Yeah. How have you been doing this week? Um, I would say, sorry, going back to what you said before as well, um, about... Uh, what does it look like opening your Bible? And mm-hmm. um, one thing God had me do, um, which I really love doing this, and even if you don't know where to begin, start with something, you know, start mm-hmm. with reading through John, start with reading through a book of the Bible. And um, if you want to do it a chapter at a time, do it, whatever God says. Um, but one thing God had me do was um, Google literally a hundred encouraging Bible verses. Hmm. And I would go through, I would open up my Bible and I would go through the list on Google and I would highlight every single one Hmm. in my Bible so that the next time I open my Bible, um, I see or I pray like, okay, God, can you point me to a verse to bless someone today? Mm -hmm. I'd open it up and boom, there's already one highlighted that would draw my attention. Yeah. Or like Bible verses to encourage someone who's going through divorce. Bible verses who encourage someone to go through depression, Mm -hmm. who's struggling with anxiety, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, and that was really helpful to also just get my brain clicking of like, someone's talking to me in a conversation, boom, a voice, uh, a Bible verse comes into my head that I know God had me highlight, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So also preparing yourself for that. Yeah. Preparing yourself for when God puts on your brain, go tell that person you're loved. Well, I can tell them they are loved, but I can also give them five Bible verses to prove it because I Googled huh. it yesterday and I have these Bible verses fresh in my head. That's good. Um, yeah. That's awesome. So God, God uses us holistically. Yeah. Like it's yeah. a journey. And I would also add the pressure is off. I think, like I shared on Sunday, we put so much pressure on ourselves. Like we've got to... We've got to be in the deep end. We've got to have it all together. We've got to know our Bible verses off by heart. But honestly, most of the time, like, God tells me to do something. I have not prepped, you know? Like, I've not prepped for the surgery or whatever God's got me doing. Um, But I know, number one, God is with me because he promised it in his word. And two, I would rather be wrong. So it's all on him. It's not on me, you know? We're just Seek a waiter. Seeking first his kingdom. Yes. We're just a waiter delivering the meal right. while God is the chef. Right. So we we go to the people and that Bible verse that I've not read in 20 years or I've not heard since I was a kid pops into my head and God uses it. So the pressure is off on us. We don't need to feel pressure. Like... It's the Bible verse, my, the yoke, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Mm-hmm. Like, we we don't need to feel pressure because the yoke should be easy. If you are putting pressure on yourself, I would even question, God, is this from you? Maybe he's saying yes, but honestly, I doubt it because I'm a, someone who does put pressure on myself mm-hmm. um, and then realize, wait, 
like that was so much easier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I know um, when I first started practicing hearing God's voice, um, I thought it was my job to go out and find people to... So, okay, I hit 21 and God says, teach people to hear my voice. So I say, okay, I'm on my way. And I put so much pressure on myself and I run out and I'm like, okay, do you want to hear God's voice? Do you want to hear God's voice? Do you want to hear God's voice? And honestly, the most of the time it'd be like, nah, I'm good. Mm, it's all right. Uh, no. And I put that much pressure that I'm like, well, God, I thought you told me to teach people how to hear God's voice. No one wants to do it. So when I started seeking him first and actually taking that deep breath of, okay, God, what do you want me to do today? And actually keeping my eyes open. Okay, God, who do you want me to teach today? And actually in that waiting, in that relying on him, in that easy yoke, um, God put people in my path that it wasn't hard anymore. It was easy. And it was God's putting people in my path. Mm. Like that lady at Walmart, she was already at Walmart. God knew she was going to be there. Like all I needed to do was be obedient and God did the rest, right? Yeah. You've been saying, um, uh, I'm going to do my best and God's going to do the rest. Mm. That's really all you have to do. God yeah. provides the divine intervention God provides that divine moment, just like Esther, for such a time as this. God's providing that. We're just being obedient. We're yeah. being ready to serve. We're, like, ready for him to be like, go, mm -hmm. and then you go. Yeah. So I feel like like building your your life on a solid foundation mm. is the what to do, mm. if, you, if you'd like. Jesus is saying, listen to what I'm saying and put it into action. Um, what you've heard, but then you have put in uh, introduced Matthew six verse thirty three, and I always I almost see this as the why we do it and yeah. the how to do it. Yeah, because it is all about the kingdom, and it is about having an attitude to, hey, I'm gonna seek you first. Yeah. So that's what I'm looking for when I'm trying to seek your word. Right. Is I'm looking for you, God. Right. Not for myself. I'm not looking for anything that I might benefit out of this. Right. But I'm looking for you. Um, and, um, and then the same, putting into action. Mm. Like, it's not about me, but it's about your kingdom first. Right. So, like, having this perspective of I'm seeking you, God. And I like even if I'm wrong, like you've said, mm. I thought I was I, I was following you, God. And that that is I think having this attitude and I think it's almost like a, a GPS system, right? The GPS system cannot tell you which direction to go or change to if you're not already going. Like right. you know it's like turn around. It's like it can't say it if it doesn't know which way you're going already, if that makes sense. So mm. you need to be going in the roughly the right direction. And then the GPS will adjust saying, oh, no, turn left here or oh, turn right here. But otherwise it won't know. Right. Like which intention you're going, which direction you're facing. Well, also going back to the Bible verse, the Matthew seven twenty four to 29. There's no promise that the storm's going to come after you've built the house, right? So, as long as you've chosen where to build it wisely, 
which is obviously Jesus, Mm -hmm. even if the storm comes mid-building, even if the storm comes after building, even the storm comes before building... It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine because you've got that foundation. And, like, even right now, there's... There's things Don't put your furniture into the house before you have the walls up. And yeah, right. Up. <laughs> um, that sounds problematic. But <laughs> even right now, there's people, like, even listening to this, how you are going through something. Everyone has got stuff going on in their lives because we're human and we're living in a sinful world. But I, I want to plead to you, trust in God. Know mm. that he has got it. Because ultimately, he's going to weather the storm and you're going to be, like, right under his wings, you know? Um, Just like a chick, a a mom looks after her chicks, a chicken looks after her chicks. Um, He's going to protect you. He's going to look after you. He's going to keep you safe. Just keep your eyes on him. Hmm. Just keep asking, how can I serve you today? And I would say those who have recently given their lives to God, those who have been Christians for years... Maybe you kind of just carried on going about your life because you thought that was what you needed to do. That's fine. Like, God can work still in everything you're doing. We don't need to have that ministry job for our work to be our mission field, you know? We don't need... we, We can ultimately, actually, the people who ministry isn't, your calling everyone's called to something because jesus said go and make disciples that's that's that, that's almost like that's a thing we see within the bible we we hear these stories of those kings and those prophets those those for divine purpose right for those that have been put into the role but actually god wanted to be the god of all of israel yeah. of all of his people that those that are working on the day-to-day f- job on the farm right. and they're looking after the families and stuff like this that is actually the number one mission field that we can num- nowadays actually live in yeah is in our workplace and in our uh, in our families and that is what god is calling most of us to do yeah but for that, we need to be seeking his kingdom first. Yeah. Not our own benefits. We're not so... Like, I'm not doing this job just so that I have security. No, I'm doing this job because that's where God wants me to be. Yeah. And he will give me the security that I need. Right. And that's the right, right perspective to have, isn't it? Yes. And I think those of you who are sat there thinking, well, I'm not good enough to tell someone about Jesus, I can 100% say that you are wrong. Like, you are good enough. And I think when we take the pressure off of ourselves, like I said before, like, when you take that pressure off, I don't know what to say, I don't know what to do, I don't know how this person's going to take it, it doesn't matter. If God told you to do it, he's going to equip you, he's going to give you the tools, he's going to remind you of those Bible verses that you read four years ago. And what's the worst thing that can happen, that they... Don't enjoy what you said, and they're gonna walk away. Right. What have you lost? Nothing. <laughs> right. Let me finish with this Bible verse. As I was preparing for this, I was kind of thinking about Paul was sharing even with his belief for 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 his people. He was saying, even I'm not perfect yet, but I'm always pressing towards the goal. He compared it to a race. He's r- running towards the finishing line, mm. and none of us are there yet where we want to be. Yeah. No one. 
Not even on on the church staff, not even Pastor Dave, not even us. We are not all, like, quite the opposite. We are all in the middle of the race. But as long as we are heading towards the finishing line and not the other way, that's, that's the right way to go. And if we fall, let's fall forward. Yeah. Not not backwards. And, and, and let's let go from God, there. let Jesus catch you too. Yeah. Like, so. the pressure's off. It's not on you. It's all on him. Yeah. This has been really good. Thank you so much for sharing in your time and sharing some about what you've been learning with the foundation. This is a really important and deep topic about mm. like who do we seek, where do we build our foundation. Um, this is just this is really key, and I want to really thank you for taking this time. Would you mind praying us out? Of course, Lord Jesus, I just thank you for this time that we've been able to dive into um a solid foundation god and what that looks like what that feels like the why the what the how god it's all encapsulated in you ultimately everything comes back to you and your presence and your goodness lord i pray as we go about this week lord you'll keep drawing our minds to those people we're supposed to pray for or um that person we're supposed to tell about you god or even lord it doesn't it can be a testimony, a story of something good that happened in our life because of you, God. Mm. Lord, I pray you bring those to the surface. Lord, give us encouragement. Give us um, the trust and the hope, God, for the things that um, we still can't see, God, because that ultimately produ produces endurance, God. And we are, we're all running a race. We're all running a race, God. And I pray, Lord, um, after what David said, Lord, that heart to seek you and put you first. Mm. Um, yeah, God, you're amazing. We praise you. We worship you. We thank you. And it's in your son's holy and precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. If you have enjoyed this uh, podcast, why don't you share it with somebody or leave a like um, uh, on, the, uh, on iTunes um, or write a comment. Um, if you have any questions on any of our sermons, you can do, go to our website and um, gatheringvideo.org forward slash question and write the question in and we would love to uh, include it in our uh, weekly podcast. Um, next week, I think it's going to be back with Pastor Dave and the Holy Spirit. So we're really excited about that and uh, to hear a time more. But yes, have a good week. We're excited that you have been with us. Mm. Bye. Bye.